You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Business Blab. We're taking off our mom hats and letting our entrepreneurial side show. So grab a notebook and give yourself a bossy timeout. Welcome back to Business Blab. This is Mickey. And this is Megan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another mini-sode of tips that you can put into play with your business. Tonight, we are going to talk to you guys a little bit about networking for introverts. I am an introvert myself, and I think, Mickey, you are too. And so this just seemed like a good topic. Even though we're not going to in-person networking events right now, it's a good idea to just kind of practice and know these tips. And then when it's time to get back out there, we can kind of put them into play. Yeah, I think everyone will be extra nervous to begin with when you're able to go out and meet people in person again after not doing it for so long. So these will be really helpful and try to, you know, ease some of those jitters for sure. Yeah, so we broke it up into a few different sections, Um, things you can do before your event, things you can do after your event, and then things you can do during your event as well. So let's get started with um, before your networking event. So the first tip is to have your elevator pitch ready. So take note of things to include, the name of your business, your target client, your service or product, what problem you solve for them, and how this differentiates you from your competition. I remember the very first networking event that I ever went to. It was like a, um, a women's networking lunch, and I was so nervous. I was so young. And I go, and I remember we set the table, and each person goes around. And this was like a very formal setting. And each person goes around, and they said their elevator speech. And I, I mean, I was just going to be like, hi, I'm Megan. It was back when I was a hairstylist. So I'm Megan. I do hair at the salon. Okay. <laughs> like sit down. But it was like, Megan Gillespie. Da, 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 da. Like this whole like three minute elevator speech that all these people had. And I was just so intimidated. And I mean, to this day, I still don't have my elevator speech down. I, there should be a quick, easy, you know, few sentences that you can just ramble off the top of your head. And I, I'm not, that is not a strong suit for me. <laughs> oh, me neither. I've never even heard the term elevator, elevator speech until now. So that is my worst nightmare too, showing up to something. I don't like speaking in front of strangers anyways, but then to have something like expected of you, but you didn't know it is mm-hmm. terrifying. So well, and I really... guess that's why it's a good idea to have it ready mm-hmm. because it should yeah. be just like a quick, you know, a couple sentences that summarizes you and your business that is like, no effort that you can just ramble off. So let's, let's work on our elevator pitches together and maybe next week we can share them with everybody. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Awesome. So the next one is to do your research on either the people that will potentially be there or the host or organization planning the committee. So back to my first, you know, networking experience, it would have been probably really wise of me to kind of figure out what kind of event it was going to be like you know it was going to be really formal and so the people that were going to be there were really buttoned up you know versus a networking event that's like happy hour and drinks and it's you know a younger crowd a little more casual so just kind of plan ahead know what you're getting yourself into before you go um the next one is pretty simple and should be self-explanatory but pack your business cards I cannot even tell you how many times that I've actually, like, the topic of my business has come up and I've gone to grab a business card and I don't have any. Or they're all in my car. Like, just the 
simplest, dumbest mistake to make. Because it's so important to be able to just give them your contact information and it makes you look super professional and prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always so awkward when you're like, oh, I actually don't have any right now. It makes you just look like not as professional. But if you get in a pinch, your Instagram can also work as like a digital business card where people can also get to know you just a little bit more from that. That was a tip that we got from that. I got from Kelsey Curtis. She's been on our show before, but she did this big um, workshop with me at one of my real estate brokerages I worked for. And um, you know, if you're doing your social media properly, your Instagram can be like a virtual business card and it can even be better than just, you know, the paper because they can just put it in their phone right then go follow you look it up and then they'll get to know your story besides you know a little bit more besides just your name and email address yeah so i thought that was a good tip yeah next one is to have an end goal how many contacts do you intend to make how many business cards would you like to collect you know just kind of going in with an intention for people at least for me you know being a little bit introverted having like a game plan and a goal set ahead just kind of makes it so it's more like a mission and not like I have mm-hmm. to go and awkwardly stand around until I make some connections you know go in there get in do what you got to do and get out yeah great um and the last one for beforehand is just to prepare 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 so make as many of your important decisions beforehand that you can so that you can just relax and focus on the event and the goals that you've set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So overall, before the event, it just sounds like, you know, getting your head right, getting your plan laid out. If, you know, it's going to make things a lot less awkward, like I was saying, you know, getting in there and knowing what you're going to do. So now we'll kind of talk about during the networking event. I'm just like getting anxious just thinking about <laughs> during section um but the first one and this I mean this like is the probably the best thing that you can do is to take somebody with you take a buddy take a like-minded friend associate who can help you take some of the jitters away and keep you on track I know for me when I have a friend with me it's so much easier for me to be myself just because it's like you know, you have that moral support, you have somebody who knows who you really are. So you feel like you can let at least a little bit of your guard down. And just like, I've been known to do that at networking events, even if they're not in your same line of work, you know, take somebody with you, it will help. Yeah, that's huge. Because I'm sure there's some people listening that know Megan and I, and I don't think normally people that know us would consider us introverts. Because when we're comfortable, and we're around people that we know, then we're really outgoing and, mm-hmm. you know, not super shy and reserved or anything. But so just going somewhere, having that one buddy to help like boost your confidence can, I mean, I know for us, it would make a huge difference in our personality and confidence for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so the next tip is to enjoy the food, have some fun and enjoy yourself. So if you're going to um, these events that are often like dinners or happy hours and cocktails, Um, I mean, you want to go for work, but also just relax and you're going to meet so many more people when you look like you're having a good time and relax and not like sitting there in the corner hovering over like your list of things that you want to do. You just want to like let, you know, let loose as much as you can and professionally, but enjoy yourself and enjoy the time out of the house and around new people, especially after this 
stay home thing, we should all take advantage of what we can that's out of our dang houses. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Next one is to wear comfortable clothing. Now, speaking of the stay-at-home thing, we're not talking yoga pants. (laughs) I don't think anything's going to be comfortable after we're all done staying at home. But really, truly, just think about, you know, sometimes when you get up to leave the house and you put on an outfit and you're just, like, tugging and pulling at it all day and you don't feel comfortable – you're just going to put off like awkward vibes already. So make sure that you feel confident in what you're wearing. I really like to pick out like three power outfits that I just know, like business outfits. I know I can just throw on and feel comfortable with. And yeah, you might, you know, recycle these outfits and people might see you in them, whatever. If you feel really good in them, then that's going to be the most important part. Yeah. The thing that really came to mind to me with this is shoes. Because there are so many times where I'm, like, trying to dress to impress and wear heels. I'm not a heel girl anymore. I have two kids. I've worn tennis shoes for the past seven years. Like, I would be miserable. And I've gone to events where I just, my feet hurt so bad, I physically cannot get up and walk around anymore. Mm -hmm. Or I have to take my shoes off. Like, you don't want to be that girl at the networking event. So plan ahead. Plan to be comfortable. And, yeah, relax. Yeah, totally. And then the last one Oh, I'm sorry. There's one more before that. Don't judge a book by its cover. Um, So when you go in there, a lot of times if you're just looking around, sizing people up, you're already awkward. You just are going to be, you know, lurking back there. Just go up and approach somebody that you normally wouldn't talk to because chances are that's going to be a really good connection that you wouldn't have made if you were just sitting back judging them. So you're probably not the only uncomfortable person at this event. You wouldn't want somebody judging you by, you know, if you look a little bit nervous. So just be open. And last is to trust your instincts. So, yeah, if I mean, go out there, reach out to people that you wouldn't normally, but then trust your instincts. Maybe if there's someone like, hey, I have a feeling that we'd get along. Oh, I see someone hovering by the dessert dessert table. I know we're going to be besties. (laughs) Head over there and you know trust your gut women's intuition is definitely a real thing and I can't stress enough about going with your gut Mm -hmm. and listen to yourself when you feel like when you feel like your cup has been filled if you have put out as much social interaction as you feel comfortable with and you really have just had enough it's okay you don't have to stay at the event until the very end it's okay for you to get in there make a few connections. And when you feel it's time to go, just go. You don't have to be the last one there. All right. And then we can focus on um, after the networking event. So the first big thing is just to follow up. So be sure to remind your contacts who you are, how you met, tell them something unique about your conversation so that they can remember you and, um, you know, kind of solidify your connection with them. Mm -hmm. And you can even you know, it depending on the setting, but it's a good idea to each person that you met. I do this with clients as well. If I meet somebody out, just open up the notes on your phone really quick and jot down their name and a couple like quick words about them that will help you remember because I, for one, am horrible at remembering names. I'm better at remembering details, but it helps if you're already nervous to just get it into your phone. So that will make following up um, a lot easier. And then the next one would be to debrief. So overall, how do you think the event went? How did you feel afterwards? What are some things that you want to improve for your next event? Yep. And then finally, just find opportunities to network again. 
also maybe find a different group of professionals, a different um, area of town, whatever you can do to kind of diversify. Because as many people as you can meet, the better networking you get. Yeah. And, you know, times are weird right now. So be creative. You know, networking doesn't have to be these like awkward uncomfortable like I'm gonna go everybody's gonna be clicked up I don't know anybody you know all of the anxiety provoking like gatherings think of ways that you can network you know that may be, might be a little bit more comfortable for you so reach out in Facebook groups start your own Facebook group we've talked about that before reach out to your neighborhood you can network in your neighborhood you can try to get in touch with your neighborhood HOA and get to know your neighbors that way um, you know just finding out of the box ways that, you know, maybe you can network, but have like a few layers of comfort in between you and the networking. And that will kind of help you feel better for when it's time to go to an actual event as well. Yeah. That's a great tip. Yeah. So I think that's all we have on that. So, I mean, networking is kind of awkward for everybody. I think even the best of the best still feel a little uncomfortable because it's really hard to put yourself out there no matter what. Yep. So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week and stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies. And until next time, stay stay bossy. bossy.